Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Technically. Uh, my name is Valentine Mohamba, editor at TechSim, and uh, today I'm joined by someone who I think I should, uh, I think it'll be honest to preface this by saying that we went to high school together. So this is a reunion of sorts. I'm joined by Managing Director of Compulink Systems, Simon Yamuda. Uh, if you don't know him, multi-award winning business executive, um, but, you know, I'll let the man introduce himself. Simon, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much, Valentine, for having me on the on the podcast. Great to have you. Um, so I just wanted to um, start off with basically what Compulix Systems is before we, we get into your, into your journey into business. Okay, super. So Compulix Systems is um, now 30, 30 years old as an organization. So the organization was formed in 1991. And um, really the vision of Compulink is to be a world-class systems integration house offering um you know, value solutions that that drive both industry and commerce, or whichever vertical that you that you do serve. So basically, we we integrate we integrate systems. Um, so the core pillars of of the entity and organization is we we do systems hardware. Um, so um, you know, you're looking at your laptops, desktops, uh, uh, printers, um, and then on the higher spectrum. Uh, uh, and range of things we do, um, you know, um, big data storage solutions um, and, and service solutions uh, and systems for our customers. Uh, on top of the systems um, uh, division, we've got another division, which is the networking business unit. Uh, in the networking business unit, we offer local area networking solutions. Um, we offer wireless um, uh, connectivity solutions. Uh, um, which which encompass really um, you know bring your own device solutions and um, just linking linking offices wirelessly. Um, we do wide area networking solutions, metropolitan area networking solutions, um, which 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 are which are all part of part of what we what we do in our networking uh, business unit, which is all about connectivity. And uh, then we've got a software, a software department, which um, really encompasses uh, productivity, uh, software, tools and solutions, and, and the cloud as well. So in that division, we offer solutions um, predominantly from Microsoft, uh, so your solutions, Office 365. Um, we offer endpoint, uh, endpoint uh, security solutions, so your antivirus uh, protection uh, solutions and uh, also your solutions in terms of uh, moving moving across from uh, on-premise solutions to, to, to uh, cloud-based solutions. So, so we also offer Microsoft Azure solutions, and um, now we're also offering uh, Amazon Web uh, Web Services solutions as well. Um, then uh, an, another key focus area and department is our cybersecurity department, um, where we really offer uh, firewalls. Hardware security modules and and solutions, um, and um, now we also have uh, the physical side or aspect of security, which we've now also brought on board. So CCTV and uh, access control. Um, so yeah, I think those those are uh, some of our core uh, core services in a in a nutshell. Oh, fantastic. Um, which is uh, which is interesting because I was watching an interview you did last week um, and. Uh, you said you started out as in in stores basically um, as a stores clerk, and I think around about the time we parted ways after high school, um, 
everybody went on this whole university adventure. Um, so I'm curious to know how did it go from gap year all the way to managing director of Compulix Systems? Okay, yeah, that's 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 great. Um, so really the journey, uh, Valentine, was I um, came into the business uh, on my on my gap year. Um, it felt as though, you know, I was, um, I was just whizzing through really. <laughs> um, and, uh, really when I, when I got involved in the business, um, uh, initially I was just really, uh, plugging holes and, and filling gaps. So on my attachment year, I was thrown into, thrown into the stores, uh, stores department, and I was given this exercise to, to reconcile our stock, um, for the last year, and really, I was um, really looking at uh, all of our purchases and uh, our delivery notes, what we then issued out, and uh, trying to match that to inventory. So that was such a tedious um, uh, first task to really uh, get involved into. Um, so when I did join join the organization, my aspirations were. Um, were always always two things actually. I, I had the passion and affinity to to want to pursue um, uh, a degree in accounting, um, and if that wasn't going to work out, um, you know, the other thing that was on my heart, funny enough, was actually was actually technology. Um, but but yeah, uh, finance was was definitely on on the top of on the top of the list and on the top of my radar. Um, so I think that's that's why I was then uh, placed into the stores department, and I think it was you know an exercise which which I think was was definitely key to to my dad who was who was the CEO at the time, um, you know for me to 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 do that task and exercise. Um, so I definitely learned patience throughout that exercise and task. Um, I had. Um, uh, I had, uh, you know, stuck papers on the wall and I was, you know, doing this reconciliation and, and you know, it was taking, taking so much time, but um, it was, it was a growth, definitely a growth, a growth phase and um, uh, a, a growth, a growth, a growth process as well. From, from the stores, from the stores department, um, I then started getting involved in um, in finance, in our accounts receivables um, department, and um, really that meant, you know, invoicing clients, and um, you know, at the time I was also getting assisted, assisted by the team that was there, in terms of, um, you know, just making follow-ups, um, follow-ups on on debtors, and 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 the like and the like. So really. Um, what then thrust me into into our accounts receivable department is that um, in 2011, um, you know things things went uh, things went went going too well for the business at that stage. Um, so a lot of people resigned from our finance department, and um, you know usually when things aren't going well, um, the first people who can actually raise the alarm is your is your finance department because because they they see the numbers eh, um, so yeah just 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 funny enough the other day I was speaking to to one of the people who who did stay on board after that time and they were like ish, you know the former finance uh, manager you know after she had left was like ish, you know why are you staying at the company there's nothing there's nothing going on there, uh, so yeah. 
can just imagine. Um, so yeah, I, I got involved in the accounts receivable department um, and the business being a family business at the time. Um, um, so, so my dad was working in the business, my mom was working in the business, and uh, my eldest brother was also working, working in the business. Um, so fortunately, we, 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 we did have a core team that was able to, to, to uh, steady the ship and, and stable the ship. So uh, we, we now began to sort of multitask um, and um, just help each other as a, as, as a family that, uh, you know, my mom was doubling up in HR and shout the invoice. She would then follow up the, the debtors. And in a funny way, you know, things were, things actually started to happen because, you know, some of the, some of the things that were being owed from a year ago were things that were uninvoiced, you know, started getting paid, um, which was, which was quite interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, my, my, my eldest brother was, uh, you know, doubling up in terms of heading finance and um, heading, heading system sales uh, at the time. So, so everyone was, was sort of multitasking um, throughout that time and throughout that phase and, and, and throughout that period. Um, so after the uh, finance team exodus, we now had a sales team exodus. So now salespeople started um, started leaving. So you can you can just imagine. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, one of the great things, uh, Valentine, uh, um, in the family business setup, um, which was really great, is that as soon as I did get involved, even as an attachment student, you know, my parents were very transparent and, and just shared everything with me um, and, and um, or everything with us, um, you know, the family or uh, me and my eldest brother, you know, that, um, you know, what's going on, how much money is in the bank and, and all of that. So really, uh, though I was an attachment student initially in the stores department, I, now, you know, I had knowledge on, you know, I'd get, you know, bank balances, bank statements. I'd know what HR issues are happening. Uh, I knew what was happening in the technical department. So it also gave me liberty to, to sort of innovate and, and um, you know, uh, have a hunger as well. And I think I was also quite hungry to know, okay, you know, the business was successful in the past. You know, what, 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 what isn't, what things aren't going too well. Uh, what areas do we need to improve on? So, so that was also also quite quite uh, uh, a growth phase, and um, you know from that even when I was uh, in attachment, you know I, I would want to know okay, uh, I want to learn about okay tenders. What's the tender process? Um, what are our systems and procedures? Are we doing supplier registrations and, and all of that? So, so I, I I think I always had a hunger of wanting to understand things full circle. Uh, even beyond um, beyond the you know my scope of duties or, or what I was supposed to do, um, which was which was quite useful and and very useful. So after the sales team's exodus, um, we had a general manager at the time um, who who was who was leading the organization really. Um, and and you know on one of these days, um, you know I made you know we made this this discovery, it was a great discovery that, uh, you know, this general manager had actually set up a parallel entity um, where he was basically funneling business um, out of our business into his business. And, um, you know, we then discovered that, you know, he was using, uh, you know, company resources, but, you know, not, not only 
resources, companies' resources, but um, also our HR resources. So he was actually doing jobs, uh, getting projects, and and was actually now approaching even our blue chip, our blue chip customers, and and telling them, oh, that you know, I've got this new outfit. Um, so you know, that was that was quite painful because uh, for my dad, you know, my dad felt, you know, we've been through a lot uh, as an entity at this time. Um, you know, now we're probably, you know, 20 years old as an organization. And he felt, you know, this guy had probably been there for, you know, over 10 years. And, you know, my dad felt if the business was able to go under, that would be the person who was going to turn the lights off with. <laughs> and, um, you know, then you make a discovery that, um, you know, the person you tasked to, to spearhead the organization has has actually been, uh, been been funneling business um, and and moonlighting uh, um, and actually stealing stealing your clients. So that was quite a painful quite a painful experience. And you know from that experience, you know with the key role and responsibility that he had as the general manager at the time, you know my dad felt you know he was so pivotal in the organization that uh, even if he was fired, we would actually need to. Um, to hire him as a consultant to actually stay and keep, um, you know, just keep um, the ship steady on key projects that he was working on within the organization and key customers who he looked after within the organization. So he was actually um, looking after, you know, our largest client at the time. So you can imagine, um, you know, you, you're at the stage where, you're losing your key staff. You've lost um, almost your whole finance department. You're on the verge of, you know, losing your your sales department. And then the person you've tasked to um, to keep the ship steady is um, is 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 been is been involved in fraudulent activities. Um, so yeah, it was it was definitely a dilemma. And that then you know brought the next phase. So the next phase really was um, I think we were now left with one salesperson. And uh, I think after a month, he was like, hey, I'm, I'm jumping ship. And uh, he was joining, you know, a competitor, a competitor organization. So from there, um, from there, Valentine, I was now involved in stores. I was involved in accounts receivable. And uh, now I uh, put on this new cap of also now <laughs> being involved in sales. So, yeah, we used to have long, really long days because um, we were multitasking these days. And, you know, for sales, you know, sales, you always need to go on your feet. You need to be answering calls. So I do, you know, sales in the daytime. And, uh, you know, in the evening, that's when you start sending out invoices. Um, uh, so, yeah, we, we, we really had long days. And as a family, you know, everyone was multitasking and doing extra roles. So, you know, it became standard, um, you know, to leave the office some days 10 o'clock, some days 11 o'clock. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely uh, 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 a, a, a time, a demanding time in terms of what was expected and what was required. But it was a time of growth for me because really I was, I was this young, young guy, energetic. Um, and now, you know, from no formal uh, formal long term sales experience now you're you're 
you know, discussing opportunities with blue chip entities and, and just trying to keep the, the, the ship steady. Um, and, and yeah, so, so from there, I migrated to, to, to the sales, to the sales department. Um, and, uh, as, as, as I slowly migrated to the sales department, um, we, we started to, to see some growth and, and, and then, yeah, started to get replacements in the stores department and, and slowly, uh, yeah, we got a new finance, head of finance and, um, you know, things started to slowly, to slowly normalize and, um, we started to rebuild, rebuild the, rebuild the entity. Um, to the point where now my main focus really was I was now appointed um, uh, uh, appointed firstly an account manager where I was um, you know ha- handling um, uh, business development or account management in the networking business unit and then eventually I was then appointed um, the networking uh, sales and marketing uh, marketing manager. Um, so that was now probably in about 2000 and yeah, 2000 and yeah, 2000, uh, yeah, about yeah, year two. So probably about a year later, I was now fully, um, fully in networking sales and then eventually the sales and marketing manager for that, uh, for that business unit. Um, so in, in 2011, I had, you know, I'd finished my gap year. So I'd actually begun, uh, begun doing uh, a Bachelor of Accounting Sciences um, through correspondence. Um, and um, at the t- time, now balancing the two, um, you know, when I had just started, that's when we then discovered, you know, the general manager had been, had been doing what he was doing. Um, so now, you know, balancing the two of, uh, you know, being in the networking sales department, um, being part of the uh, stores department and you know stores and procurement being part of accounts receivable it was now just too much um, but yeah I, I think I did then actually I, I managed two semesters um, until um, it was now just too much to, to, to then to then carry carry the load of both um, so eventually then I uh, I was now then uh, effectively now just managing the networking uh, uh, the networking business unit um, uh, sales and marketing business unit, and uh, at that time, I had to I had to stop um, I had to stop doing the program. Uh, um, so yeah, that was that was the next the next step. Um, and um, yeah, so the networking business unit was very very exciting. I I really I really fell uh, fell in love with what I was doing. I loved the solutions that we had on offer. And um, yeah, it, it was a season of really rapid growth. So in that time, we managed to win back a lot of customers that we had lost before. Um, but in the same vein, we also gained a lot of new new clients and new 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 customers. Um, and um, yeah, that that then took us to the place in 2013. So so come 2013, um, you know, my dad was like, ah, you know, I would like to now appoint you know a substantial. Uh, managing, you know, managing director of the of the entity, and um, you know, with that vacancy, I was I was then shortlisted for the process. Um, we then went through, uh, you know, a, a, quite a rigorous interview process, um, and um, yeah, it, I came out I came out successful. So I think I was in uh, in May, I was appointed the managing director elect. 
um, and and then if effectively um, on the first yeah in about about the first of August, I became the substantial managing director of Compliance Systems uh, at the tender age of 22 years old um, and uh, not holding uh, you know any any piece of paper. Um, and now obviously with my new with my new sales roles. It meant I needed to do a lot of uh, certification. So in terms of certifying in in the products that we sell and, and that we offer. So I was doing a lot of uh, short certifications on the products that we offer. And in the same vein, I also uh, um, you know did a lot of uh, training in terms of project management. Um, you know, learning learning you know in terms of um, uh, managing projects. Um, so yeah, I did uh, did a certificate as well um, uh, in 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 project management at at that time, and um, um, yeah, so so uh, yeah, one of the the things that happened, I think, looking at the financial year in twenty twelve, um, our business unit um, you know managed to grow the gross profit of the organization by about yeah um, about over over two hundred percent in in one calendar year. So yeah, it was it was remarkable uh, progress and and great strides and yeah, we're we're just grateful yeah grateful to God uh, for that and and yeah so yeah come 2013 I was the managing director uh, it wasn't the end of uh, issues I think it was just the beginning of a start popping of up a one yeah 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 now looking after a whole a whole entity yeah. So I was curious to know about like skills acquisition because it's one of those things that um, is often underlooked when you cut your teeth very early. So um, we, in a sense, you learn by doing. It's, it's not a, a place where you instructed you're in the situation itself. So during that period, up until the point that you were appointed um, uh, managing director acting uh, MD, um, you know, balancing the whole trying to do uh, the correspondence course as well as learning because in the situation you absorb so much um, that you have to apply immediately. Um, so in that period, what was that skills acquisition like, and um, what sort of you know besides the the, the ups and downs uh, of 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 the betrayals and all, but in terms of just learning the job in these various departments, how was that skills acquisition like, and maybe compared to what it's like in a in a quote unquote formal education system? Well, it's, it's it's completely it's completely different. Um, it's it's totally totally it's totally different. Um, I, I think, yeah, education is brilliant, especially at a bachelor's, you know, bachelor's level. But I think, you know, what what, what your bachelor's really does is it it gives you a level of competency. It's like, okay, this person can be worked with, but the minute that person starts, you start training, you start training them again. Um, is is what is what we've seen and what I've seen even with the trend, even when we recruit people from from the universities, is that yes, it means. They'll understand. They've got you know good base understanding, but um, as soon as they do come in, you're actually now now training them. And then you know from from the book knowledge and and practical knowledge, um, from a Zim perspective, uh, given the way things just change so rapidly in Zim, uh, you know it's not like um, it's not it's not stenciled. Um, for example, like marketing, when you're looking at the you know the four Ps. Uh, in marketing, um, like your price, product, uh, place, promotion, um, when you now when you now come into you know come into the Zim environment, um, you now need to look at uh, your pistol, your pistol issues. So so you need to start looking at your your political environment. 
um, you know, how, how's that going to affect your, 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 your decision making? The economic environment where there's, there's a host of statute instruments that, 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 that are coming out, um, uh, you know, the, the social, the technological, the legal, um, the environment. So, 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 when you're now on the ground, um, you need to really, really be on your feet, especially if you're now at a leadership role and a leadership position. And I think that's why I, I, I couldn't then manage, I couldn't then manage the two at the same time, um, at the same time then, because it was just, it was just so, it was just so demanding. Um, and then in the tech space, um, the tech space, as as you you would definitely know, Valentine, is changing every every single day. So a lot of our partners are releasing new products, um, you know, almost every year. Um, and I think that's where we also learned that you know to, to 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 be competitive, you constantly need to learn. And in some cases, you also need to unlearn because um, you know how technology was positioned ten years ago and how it is now is completely changed. Because before, most solutions were on-premise based solutions. Now, most solutions are now are now being hinged on on, on the cloud. So, so there, there was rapid, uh, rapid, uh, <laughs> rapid process of learning, uh, rapid process of unlearning, uh, and and constant tinkering. Um, because um, you know you can't rely on your past laurels, like ah. Uh, you know, as an entity, for example, uh, we've always only sold um, uh, HP, HP, for example. Um, you know, sometimes now you actually now need to match, you know, what you're selling to, 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 to what the consumers want and also then pivot. Um, so, so even when you look at, um, you know, great tech uh, companies, which then, then went under, um, you look at Nokia, the, the story of Nokia, you look at the story of, of, of Kodak, um, so Kodak was um, was very late in in, in adopting to, 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 to digital. Um, they were the leaders in Polaroid, and you know they then failed to, to adapt to digital. So so from having a huge huge market share, um, you know they were drastically uh, you know drastically affected by by that change. And then when you look at you know Nokia, Nokia was the leading um, was the leading phone operator. They they then failed to pivot. And you know when the CEO was giving a speech, uh, when the company was 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 being sold and almost going uh, almost going under, he said, you know, we did nothing wrong. But uh, in this rapidly changing world, um, you know, one of the key statements is you need to adapt. If you don't adapt, you're gonna you're gonna die. As, a, as an entity. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, uh, we, we, we never, we never stopped learning. And, you know, even though I didn't, I didn't then uh, complete that program, I've, I've constantly been learning and constantly been, been developing my skills and wanting to soak up, um, soak up, soak up more knowledge and, and, under, and understanding. So I'm constantly doing uh, more courses to, to just um, work on myself and, and, and become better. Uh, a better leader, and I'm, I'm passionate about leadership development. And um, yeah. uh, I think in leading an organization, I saw something somewhere which said that if you could choose leadership over strategy, what would you choose? And and then someone said, um, this great leader said, I'll choose leadership every every single time because um, it's better to to have a lion 
um, you know, that's, 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 that's leading a flock of sheep um, than to have a sheep leading a flock of, uh, um, than uh, leading a pride of lions. So yeah, yeah, leadership is, is good, but learning is good. Definitely, um, we constantly need to, 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 to learn. And uh, in some cases, we need, need to unlearn as well. Yeah, definitely do need to unlearn. There are a lot of things that, um, is trying to explain to people that um, it's difficult sometimes to quantify um, what you learn in the experience. Uh, like for example, you can't tell, you can't, you know, describe to anyone in, in, in as brief as you can, the experiences you had on a holiday, for example, in the same way you can't describe your job um, if you don't have a qualification or a piece of paper to quantify it. I think that is only simply because it's easier for people to to vibe off of that because they can put uh, some measure of assurance because there's an institution behind it or whatever. Uh, but it's it's a case of, uh, and like you said, it's a case of appreciating just the process of learning, which is active, which I believe is active. Um, you, you, you must be willing to to do the work yourself. Um, I remember someone said a mentor is not someone who's going to teach you. They're simply going to give you um, their set of experiences. So your learning curve um, is, is, is sharper than theirs, um, which is interesting that you took over at 22 as, as managing director. Now, how were you able to convince blue chip customers, um, you know, uh, stalwarts in the business that you were prepared? Now, I know this is a difficult question to, to ask, but you know, people will look at, will most likely look at, oh no, what qualifications does he have? Instead of, oh no, what what has he been doing in the quiet moments? Like you said, leaving the office at 11, at 10, at, at 11 p.m. and, and, and whatever. Um, so how were you able to, to, to reassure the, the client base that the, the computing systems is going uh, forward? That's that's great, that's great. Yeah, definitely. So so I think from my side, I, I, was, I was still fortunate because... Um, even though I was appointed the managing director, my parents did 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 stick around, and um, I I then really had had their shoulders to 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 stand on. Um, so 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 I think initially it it was good because I, I still definitely got to bounce things uh, off them. Um, so really, it was my energy. And uh, also, also some of their wisdom, and and you know, blending the two was just it, it, it was very, very, it was very, very effective. So then, I think in terms of in terms of the clients, um, in terms of the clients, I don't think there was there was much there was much of a a, a huge issue or gap, um, because I think there was some form of a track record. Um, even within that, um, within that, you know, within those years where we experienced that rapid growth, say 2012, 2013, um, whereby, you know, where I'm, I was 22 and you're leading people who have been in, at the organization, you know, some, 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 you know, 16 years ago, some, you know, um, way before you, some double your age. But I think what they then realized is that, hey, hold up, this guy is there based on is based is there based on merit. And um, you know, even when 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 we went through the recruitment process, uh, when I went through the recruitment process, um, we you know uh, an external uh, company was 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 uh, leading that process. So Laurie Mark um, was was leading that um, that process. And um, you know it was quite 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 a thorough process, uh, even the exercises that we went through. And I think it also then gave me gave me some assurance that okay, yes, I, I do meet the profile and and I do have the profile. 
And and the funny thing is, um, you know, when I when I when when that opportunity arose, whilst I was working, I always then you know initially when I was when I was working, it was always like okay. My goal is I would get the entity up and running, and then now I'll go, I'll go, I'll go back, I'll go back to school. And then this opportunity now comes, and and you know you're just you know you you're, you're excelling in quantum leaps, and it's like okay, there's now this opportunity, and you know the same opportunities, Valentine, you can't you can't say no to. It. Mm. So so yeah so so I I I I I latched onto it with 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 both hands, and um, and um, I I think in a way I I I I felt I felt I I had the belief, and I think for for anyone who who wants to do something or lead something, it's it's key and necessary to have that belief, and even though I had blind spots, I definitely had plenty of blind spots and and plenty of 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 um, um things I needed to learn. Um I I I was able to 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 humble myself when I didn't know something and um you know try my try try my best to, to learn as uh, as much as possible, bounce things off uh, my mentors, uh, those who had gone ahead of me. Um and um yeah it was it it it, it was great. It was great. Definitely you know with my dad we had um um, you know, we had many clashes because, um, as you would, as uh, you would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it would be like, ah, you know, Simon, I tried that, it didn't work, and you know, some of my decisions would be like, ah, you know, I didn't understand that, I didn't understand, um, I didn't understand that, but after that, in hindsight, it was like, oh, Simon, you made the right decision, and then sometimes, you know, I would go and do contrary to what he said, and then I would discover that, oh. You know, I should have listened to my dad there. Um, so yeah, definitely, it's 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 good to have advisors. I'll, I'll definitely say any person who who's going into business um, or leading an entity or, or any person, everyone needs a mentor. Mentorship is 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 so key and and is so valuable. And and up until now, I, I've got mentors who I know hey, I can bounce I can bounce this off. Um, I can I can discuss this with someone. Um, so yeah, definitely, um, you know, in the presence of, of multiple, um, you know, of, 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 of multiple counsel, you, you definitely make better decisions. Yeah, definitely. But what I'm proud of actually is that your parents considered you for the position. Um, I was watching, um, unfortunately I was on TikTok, which is kind of embarrassing for me because I've kind of, I've become addicted to it, but there was a CEO or an executive from, I think it was, um, Target, the United States chain of, of stores. And she said that, um, before we, we appoint for any position, we assess what we have within us. We have to make mm. sure that we have capable leaders within us. And what kept ringing in my head was like, but you know, you could always do an external process of looking for, 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 uh, for candidates. And then she then replied and she was like, if we can't promote from within, then we have failed. We have failed because we have shown our staff or we have shown in our own character that we can't groom the next generation of leaders, people who've been in the system for years, who understand our values. We don't have to teach an organizational culture, which is just step in. So it's, it's one of those things that's encouraging to see that, you know, the, this faith, like you said at the beginning, that they were willing to, to let you see the accounts and, and everything, to see the position. Because in most cases with generational wealth, we are we're kind of shrouded from that. Uh, which leads me to my next question. It's looking from the outside 
in someone could say oh, this is just another rich kid uh got lucky his parents gave him his position um but Clearly, you haven't, and things have been difficult. So to anyone who might, I'm not saying call anyone out here, but I'm saying to give a fair reflection of what it's like um, to be to have something handed to you, what is that weight of responsibility going from, you know, one generation who are willing to let you, because, you know, in Zimbabwe, all the, the boomers don't want to relinquish anything, but from from your parents giving you the torch at such a young age, uh, what was that pressure? How did that make you feel? And how have you... Have you um, I guess, you know, you thrived in that situation uh, because, yeah, you you know, uh, young director of the year, 2020, young sales executive, it's it's impressive. So how was that whole handover process for you? It, it was, it was like I said, um, Valentine, it was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really, really exciting. Uh, the business was really on a roll that time and, um, you know, things were really ticking. Um, but in the same vein, it was such huge, huge responsibility because um, you now have people and they're looking to you for um, for answers. And, um, you know, you know that, you know, it, 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 at sometimes it feels like, you know, you, the whole weight of, of the world is on your shoulders because um, you've got your employees looking to you and they're like, how are we going to solve this? You've got... Um, um, you've got stakeholders who are also looking to you. You've got um, all these things that you need to, that you need to balance. Um, so I, I, I'd say it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was a two-edged sword, if I, if I could, if, if I could put it that way. Um, that um, in, in one way, it was, it was very, very exciting. I had the energy. I, um, I was excited, you know, I wouldn't turn down any meeting, I didn't want to leave any opportunity on the table, I was hungry, um, but in the same vein, the responsibility was, 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 it, it was, it was very heavy, and, um, you know, so much so, I think, you know, at that time, you know, I, 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 I didn't have much of a social life, and um, definitely, I, I struggled to balance, um, uh, you know, just to, to be quite quite candid and, and quite honest, I felt to balance balance a lot. So, in a in a way, you know, I was I was very much a, a workaholic, uh, um, very much a workaholic at that time. Um, and yeah, there was there was enormous, yeah, definitely enormous weight. But like what you said, I think the beauty is that I was, you know. When I got there on attachment, I was integrated and I started learning things, even though they weren't my responsibility. So I I was sort of groomed because I could then fit into the shoes. It was it wasn't like ish, you know. I, I had an understanding of budgets. Now I had an understanding of okay cash flow cycles. I had an understanding of who were the key stakeholders. Um, so, so I think that, that was definitely useful. And I think for any person who's looking at, um, transitioning to the next generation, which I feel all business people should, should start considering, um, you know, get, get your children involved whilst they're young. Um, I think even from my side, maybe 20, um, you know, 1920 was, was, you know, 18, 19, 20 was probably too late. Um, you know, get them involved, get them to, to pack things up, get them to involve people, get them to appreciate even the, the people who are working within the organization because they're so key and they're so, so pivotal. 
Um, and I think that that's also a thing which helped me, Valentine, is, you know, when I came in, I wasn't this bulldozer guy who was changing everything. And, and uh, I think I was, I was part of the system and I respected the people who were there. I respected how things were being done. And uh, I had a baseline. And I think the, the real tragedy now is that um, a, lot of, a lot of people, especially people of color, uh, a lot of people want to do the opposite thing that, you know, their, their folks are doing. And I think a lot of it sometimes is actually resentment because they, they didn't have an interest. They didn't know exactly how the business worked. Um, so they, they want to actually go the opposite way. Or the parents already group them in a way that they don't involve them in the business. Um, I don't know whether maybe they shun it, but it's like, hey, you know, Valentine, for you to be successful, you need to be a doctor, you need to be an accountant, you need to be an engineer, you need to be a lawyer. And, and we put these stencils, um, whereas we need to actually get them to want to know, you know, you know what's, what, what, what is my parents' prop? What is their trade? And, and is there a way I can tinker? Is there a way I can, I can do things better? Because in essence, our children should be standing on our shoulders. We shouldn't be standing on their shoulders. That is like, ish. Because now the cycle is that, you know, when parents are now getting old, it's like, hey, I looked after you, now look after me. But I think we should be catapulting our generations. And, and that's how you build generational uh, wealth. If you look at the Rockefellers, if you look at even our local um, scenarios, if you look at the Meekleses um, uh, and what's happening there. So, so, so I think that, that, that's really what we need to, to build uh, uh, Valentine. True that. And I, I like what you said, because it's, it's, it's putting an essence of continuity within um, the next generation, so they understand that um, these things will continue. And I and I like this. A friend of mine once told me that um, he's, he's much older than me. he's fifty six, fifty seven. And it was like, well, the one thing I told my children is that they don't owe me anything. They owe success to themselves. But if they want to be involved, they have to know that you know you have to cut your teeth at the very base level. But they also have to know that for this can continue without you. Like you have to, you have to be actively involved and take an interest in it. And there's never a way to kind of force that. Someone has to see the potential. It might not be in their teens, it might not be in their twenties, uh, it might be in their thirties, but eventually they will see potential. It's just giving the person enough time to breathe, which I think our generation wasn't really given. Um, is that respite of, um, yeah, you know, go find yourself. And I know situations differ. Um, and I'm guessing, you know, um, you, we find ourselves at different times. I'm doing that now and I'm, I'm in my, in my late twenties, early thirties and I'm, mm. I'm doing that now, but it's, it's good to have that respite. And it's good to then take value of those things and then come back and be like, yeah, you know what? This is, it's, it's kind of, I kind of have a, I have a feel for it, but circling back to what you said, I think it's important. I think it's super important, um, for, for people to get involved. And even if it's not them, like what you said, just packing up boxes or, you know, sh- uh, stocking shelves or whatever for them to understand yeah. the value of work. Because that is invaluable to understand that in this world it's not perfect and everything comes from uh, from 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 a great deal of strife um, and it's it, yeah it's in Zimbabwe is never the, the 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 prototypical environment where you can prepare your kids for the future and I hope when when we eventually have children now it's it's a case of we will be able to see that there's a point where things will be beyond us like if I was forty five yeah. fifty now man ah things are t- it's totally beyond the things I can't learn at this age. And I'm relatively quite, quite <laughs> it's scary to think about. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I agree 100%. Yeah, so I, I just wanted to close off on, 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 on the awards. So, like, um, I've been exceedingly impressed with the progress you've made. As I mentioned earlier in brief, uh, IDOZ, Young Director of the Year for 2020. You're also Zimbabwe CEO, Outstanding entre- uh, Entrepreneurial Sales Executive. Um, that recognition is, is incredible um, to get from, from organizations and from your peers. Um, was that like um, a moment of reflection for you to be like all those hours of hard work have finally come to fruition? You, you, you know what I think it, it, it's been like, Valentine, is it's been a journey where you're just going uphill. Eh? Mm. You're going uphill and you're, you're just striving. You're just going uphill, you're just striving. And, and as you go uphill, right, um, and 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 you 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 reach you reach some form of a summit, um, you know. Sometimes you don't you don't even see it. So so it takes you by surprise at times that oh okay I, I've gotten this recognition, but I think it's other people who are now seeing you and they're seeing you at a at a summit, um, and I think I think that's really the journey in, in life. Any, 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 anything that's good is, is, a, is an uphill, is an uphill task. So, so definitely, I think it's a moment of, of reflection, uh, but it's, it's definitely not the end. It's like, ah, oh, it's like, okay, now, now, you know, okay, now what next? It's like, you know, um, on, on, on one of, one of these business groups that I'm on and, you know, you know, someone was posting and they're like, Eesh, you know, someone then actually was like, Eesh, you know, Eesh. I don't even know them, and they're like, hey, "You better not fall now," you know, because <laughs> it's like you you now have this profile, you now have things that are expected of you. Um, so so it, it's definitely been been an uphill, and um, it, it, you know you you do get those points. Yes, it, it's it's lovely to then have that reflection where it's like, oh, okay, all those hours, all that blood, all that sweat, all the tears. Um, because those will definitely be there, and those have been there, um, uh, are, are, have come to have come to this point of, of fruition. But um, you know, Valentine, the funny thing is, in many ways, I still feel like you know I haven't even begun. Um, and um, I think, yeah, that's that, that's what drives me next. You know, to, to to wake up the next day and it's like, you know, I I want more. I I, I need more. And um, I think all this, uh, you know, even success and recognition. I feel it, 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 it shouldn't, it shouldn't be for me, but um, you know, it, it, it should be. I'm a man of faith. It should be for the glory of God, and more so, it should inspire. It should inspire other people to to do more and um, inspire someone else to, to 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 know that it's possible, and for them to to, to strive and excel. Yeah, most definitely. I like what you say that it's 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 uh, the summit is never there. It's always uphill. Uh, I was once told that the moment you get comfortable is a very dangerous moment because definitely. you've stopped. You've you've in essence stopped when that drive or when you feel like I've got command of the space or of the business. Uh, you will then stop learning. You will then stop forging ahead. And yeah, I, I, I like to hear that from you. That yeah, you know what? It's it's just the beginning. Um, you know, all of this is. I would if, personally, if it was in my situation, I'd see them as distractions um, because I mean, it's, it's, yeah, we, we've, we've got more to achieve. And more so in Zimbabwe, where there is there are so many vacuums to fill. Um, true, true. Yeah, we, true. we can't just relax and be like, and we're the generation that's going to have to do a lot of work. And it hasn't even, we haven't even 
reached a percent of, of what we need to do to be able to at the very least help the next generation. Um, 100%. Simon, thank you very much for your time. Um, Ed, this was this was an interesting conversation. No, thanks so much, Valentine. I really appreciate it and uh, appreciate the awesome the awesome work um, you're doing at Texim and, and what the Texim team, team is doing. All the best. Thank you, man. Likewise, all the very best with you. Uh, hopefully, we'll speak again very, very soon. Definitely, definitely. To our listeners, thank you very much for listening. Uh, that was uh, Simon Yamuda, uh, Managing Director of Compulix Systems. Uh, very interesting story. Um, and yeah, I'll hopefully be back soon enough. Cheers.